0: Hello everyone. Thanks again for joining me. I apologize. This podcast is a few days late. I was having some technical difficulties. So um, a couple of weeks ago, the Lord reminded me of the story of when King Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles had an army that were several nations actually planning to attack Judah. And I felt the Lord was showing me that the physical battle is not ours, as in that day, but it's God's, and that the Lord is with us. So I'll read verses 6 to 12, and that was when the King Jehoshaphat prayed. He said, O Eternal One, the true God of our ancestors, You are the true God in the heavens and the ruler over all the kingdoms and nations. You are so strong that none can survive when they oppose you. O our true God, you demonstrated that power when you exiled inhabitants of this land for your people Israel and gave it to your friend Abraham's children forever. Please demonstrate it again now as we are attacked. We have lived here and built a sacred house honoring your reputation. Now we will remind you of Solomon's words. If we encounter disaster or disease from wars, judgments, pestilence or famine, then we will come to this house where you are and where your reputation is honored and beg you for help. You will hear our cries and rescue us. Now is a time to ask for your help. And then it goes on to say how they are being attacked by their enemies who want to steal their inheritance and the land that the lord had given them and in verse 12 it says our true god won't you judge them we can't do we can do nothing to stop this huge army from attacking us we don't know what to do so we are asking for your help and so the lord tells them to go to the battleground and to stand and watch but not engage in the fighting and the Lord said there I will be watching do not worry or fear face the army and trust that the eternal is with you a really neat thing that most of you know Jesus's name when he was born was Emmanuel and that means God with us And even now, especially in this time where we are focusing on Jesus Christ's birth and Jesus Christ, um, I believe the Lord is saying, I want you to know I am with you. Another scripture that echoes um, how our struggle is not flesh and blood is Ephesians 6.12. Many of you know it very well, says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. And Ephesians 6.12 in the NAS scripture, um, the verse 11 before it says, we are to put on the full armor of God so that we can make our stand against the devil's schemes and then afterwards, in verse 13, it says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground, and having done everything, to stand. And I would really encourage you guys to just read all the way from verse six, uh, sorry, chapter 6, verse 10 to 18. It goes on talking about putting on the entire army of God, armor of God, and standing firm against all the devil's strategies and how each part of his armor is is a strength for us. And he also talks about um, pray in the spirit at all times with every kind of prayer and request Likewise, be alert for your, with your most diligent efforts and pray for all the saints. So, if we have the full armor of God on, and we walk in Him, and we walk in faith, and we know His word, which the Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, so I don't sin against Thee if we have his word in our hearts, we can extinguish and stop any flying dart or fears or worrisome thoughts that come our way before they can take a hold and immobilize us. And we can choose to trust in him and keep standing strong, irregardless of what comes our way. And so... There are many scriptures that talk about choosing and putting on. And as Christians, we are to make these choices rather than let our minds run rampant and wild all over the place. We can, we can choose to trust in him. And I'll speak more about that a little bit later here. So let's go back to 2 Chronicles 20. Then King Jehoshaphat told his armies that the battle was God's, not theirs, and that he was with them. And the king said, Trust in the Eternal One, your true God, not in your own abilities, and you will be supported. Put your trust in his words that you heard through the prophets, and we will succeed. And God told them, to go forward to their position and stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. So with the worshippers and those who sang to God to lead at the forefront of his army, the worshippers went forward singing and praising the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. Verse 22 says, that as they sang and praised, the Eternal was ready to cause great confusion in battle for the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come to attack Judah. They were utterly defeated, turning on one another. And it goes on to say that they all turned on each other and completely destroyed one another. Not one of them was left standing. Jehoshaphat's army didn't even have to go into battle. They worshipped and stood their ground and saw the Lord's salvation. The Lord did it all. He delivered his people, and they were left to gather a huge amount of the enemy's treasures and livestock for themselves. Isn't that really cool? God has ways that are so much higher than ours. Psalms 68, one to four in the Good News translation says, God rises up and scatters his enemies. Those who hate him run away and defeat. As smoke is blown away, so he drives them off. As wax melts in the face of the fire, so do the wicked perish in God's presence. But the righteous are glad and rejoice in his presence. They are happy and shout for joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Prepare a way for him who rides on the clouds. His name is the Lord. Be glad in his presence. God is so amazing. When he does something, he does it right. And his people that praise his name are rewarded. Praise the Lord. He is on the throne now and he is going to stay there. He has not gone anywhere. And he has not forgotten us. Another amazing verse is the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. The earth belongs to God and everything in it is his domain. We are his earth. Sorry, we are in his earth. We are his sons and his daughters, his body. And we walk in his authority here in the earth. Now is not the time for us his church to shrink back. Now is the time for us to be fully clothed in his armor and to praise him and lift him up to hail him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now is the time for us to proclaim that he is the Lord of hosts and that he is with us, especially at this time of year, Christmas. As we celebrate Jesus, let's celebrate that he's with us. He remembers us. He is with us even now. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Let's not forget that. Let our focus be on Jesus Christ. Not on the baby that he came as, but as the risen Lord and Savior and Redeemer of the world. Emmanuel, he is with us. Jesus Christ, King of kings, Lord of lords. Romans 8, 37 to 38 in the New Living Translation says, no, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Some of us have lost heart and perhaps lost some hope as well. But Jesus Christ is King. He has the last say. He's our hope. And as I mentioned before, he is with us. Let's remember in Colossians 1, 15 to 20, we look at this son and see God's original purpose in everything created. Talking about Jesus. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. He was there before any of it came into existence and holds it all together right up to this moment. And when it comes to the church, he organizes and holds it together like a head does a body. He was supreme in the beginning and leading the resurrection parade. He is supreme in the end. From beginning to end, he's there, towering far above everything and everyone. So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God's finds its proper place in him without crowding. Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe people and things animals and atoms get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies all because of his death his blood that poured out down from the cross and psalms 24 1 says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein god's word translation puts it this way the earth and everything it contains are the lord's the world and all who live in it are his And Daniel 4.17 says that God rules over the kingdoms of men. The Good News Translation says it this way. So then let all people everywhere know that the supreme God has power over human kingdoms and that he can give them to anyone he chooses, even to those who are least important. Friends, God is on the throne. He is the one who has the last say. I don't believe for a second that he's gonna let this earth go to hell in a handbasket. Just saying. We can be victorious through all of this stuff going all around us, no matter what it is. And it's in our lives, it it's it's not important what it looks like or how dark it seems. It's how are we looking at it? God loves us, we are his creation, he's our good father, and he only has his good in mind for us. So let us be of the same mind that is in Christ Jesus. Philippians two five. And the contemporary English version says, And think the same way that Jesus Christ thought. Do we think that Jesus doesn't see everything that's going on? Do we think he's worried about it? Do we think his arm is shortened, that he can't help us? Jesus is not worried about it. He knows the end from the beginning. Let us look to him and put on his mind and his peace and speak out his victory into the atmosphere and in our world, in our circumstances. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And we are His light and His salt in the earth. If we look to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, and if we look from the ascended place that we are in Him, seated at the right hand of the Father, if we could learn to look at our situations from above them, above the circumstances and not from a place beneath them or burdened by them we can trust him to make the way even if we can't see a way if we keep our eyes on him who is bigger than any situation he can begin to show us what he's doing through all of it He never gives us more than we can handle. And he always makes a way for us through it. Jesus has already won the battle and we are his. We win. Our outcome is victorious. We are, we have been made more than conquerors. We are overcomers in this life. We have been made victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. But there's also another verse in Revelations that says that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, who is Jesus Christ. However, there's another part to it, and the word of their testimony. What is our testimony? What are we speaking out? What is the word of our testimony? Yes, Jesus Christ gave us his blood. But what are we saying about it? How are we appropriating it in our lives and speaking it and taking the authority over the things that come our way? So just like in King Jehoshaphat's day, Jesus Christ is our savior and redeemer. He rose victorious over hell and death with his finished work on the cross. He's our deliverer. The Lord is even now saying this is his fight, but we need to be in the ready. We need to be prayed up. We need to be praying in the spirit. We need to be in position and stand firm in our faith in him. We need to be proclaiming victory over whatever the circumstance is that you're dealing with. We need to be have a testimony that is for him and not for the situation. What are we giving power to in our situation? Are we giving the power to the Lord? Are we giving the power to the situation? We, his holy people, spirit-filled people, his church, his bride, we are to walk in his victory and to walk in the authority of all that he has accomplished. This means that we can walk in his victory in any circumstance. and to walk as he walked, led by the Holy Spirit of God and doing what we see the Father doing in the earth, standing firm on what He has said and not wavering because of the circumstances around us, or that things that like the, the things that we pray about, It may not be going the way we think it should go, but we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5-7 We have to have faith in Him, not in the circumstances or the conditions that we are seeing. God is well able. And we're His trumpet in the earth. So as I mentioned before, we speak. The Lord is calling for worshipers in this time of uncertainty and fear. God is our sure foundation. Jesus is our rock and our salvation. Jesus is Lord of lords and King of kings. Let's not forget that. He finished the work on the cross. He arose victorious. Therefore, we, his people, are victorious. It's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We are victorious. Whether we feel like it or not right now, It's not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit that we are victorious. It just is that way. Just like any prince or princess is a prince or princess because of who they be in, because of who their father is. So we are princes and princesses in his kingdom, whether we feel like it or not. So because of that, we have his authority and his victory just because of that, not because of how we feel. So that's where we walk out of faith. Faith is not a feeling. The Lord desires us to praise him and to lift him up. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 in God's word translation, it says, Whatever happens, give thanks because it is God's will in Christ Jesus that you do this. And the Message Bible says, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you to belong, wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. This is not to say that we think that God brings anything evil on us and just thank him for it and roll over defeated no no it is acknowledging that he's with us through the whole situation and thanking him for who he is thanking him that he is god he is on the throne through whatever may be happening just like paul and silas did when they were locked up in the prison they praised him anyways Psalms 105.6 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. This is a time in the earth like no other that we've experienced, and many of us are really hurting a lot and feeling isolated and have lost so much. But His people, we are not to be running scared. We are to lift Jesus higher. Sometimes when we focus on the thing that's in front of us, it seems way bigger than God. And then we become afraid. And fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real. Fear can immobilize us and make us freeze so that we can't even move or speak. Remember our last session, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind. Ask the Lord through this time to help you see what is actually going on and ask him to give you his eyes and the mind of Jesus Christ to to be able to see and understand what is going on and what he is doing through this. Psalms 34.3 encourages us to magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. And Psalms 22.3 says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Never before was there a time where we need him to inhabit us, to be with us, Emmanuel, be with us and guide us and lead us and deliver us. We want Him to inhabit our lives and our world. We need to praise Him through this. And we will get through this. God is God. He is above all else. Romans 8.28 tells us that we know that God works all things together for the good of them that love him and who are called according to his purpose. God can use any situation, any circumstance at all in our lives to draw us to him and to turn it for our highest and best according to his perfect will for our lives. If we call on him and praise him for who he is, he will move on our behalf and turn it all for our good. We are his beloved people. We are his church. We are his family. So let's take a few minutes to magnify the Lord together, shall we? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we lift you up. We lift up your holy name, O God. We give you all the honor and the glory. We magnify you, Lord, in our lives and in our beings. We declare that you are king of kings and your Lord of our lives. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. And you Lord God who've begun a good work in us will continue it until Jesus Christ is fully formed in us and we are mature in you. You will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that. We thank you that you always work all things together for our good. Because We love you and you have a plan for us. We thank you, Lord, for your word that gives us the authority in Christ Jesus to decide upon and decree a thing that will be established in the earth. We acknowledge yours is the kingdom here in the earth as it is in heaven and that your will is being done here now. To you be all the praise and glory and thanksgiving, Lord. You have your eyes on us. We are the apple of your eye. We acknowledge our need of you, O Lord of hosts, and we acknowledge that you are with us. Like King Jehoshaphat, we may not know what to do right now or even how to pray, but our eyes are on you, Lord. We put our complete faith and trust in you, eternal God, Jesus Christ. You are our help and our deliverer. And we give you thanks, Lord Jehovah, your mercy and your loving kindness endure forever and your love never fails and you never leave us or forsake us lord we proclaim lord that you are god in all the earth the whole earth and everything in it belongs to you all kingdoms and nations belong to you and are in your power Lord Jesus Christ, you have the keys to hell and the grave. You have already conquered everything. You are victorious. We ask that your perfect love and your peace that passes all human understanding fill us afresh. We ask, Lord, that you continuously fill us with your Holy Spirit, fire, and power so that we can stand strong in you. We ask, Lord, that you give us understanding of what is going on in our world, in our time, in our lives, from your perspective. And we just ask that you give us your eyes to see and your ears to hear, and that we put on the mind of Christ so that we can walk in faith, Lord. We say no and proclaim a halt to any and all fear that has attempted to overcome us. And together we decree that all fear is now broken off of your people in Jesus Christ's mighty name. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and of a sound mind. We proclaim we are set free from all fear and despair because your word says whom the son sets free is free indeed. And we claim that for ourselves lord and for your people all around the world we say yes to your peace and freedom reigning in every area of our lives help us to be your light shining brightly as we go about our daily lives so others may come to know you we release your truth to prevail in the hearts and minds of every person We ask that you bring everything that is hidden into the light of your truth and that your light dispels all darkness. We thank you that you are even now overturning all that is not of you and that you are now fully establishing your kingdom rule, your righteousness, your peace, and your joy in our lives and in all the earth. We thank you, Father, that we can come together in prayer and proclamation and that you are faithful to hear us. We honor you, Father, and we give you all the glory and all the praise forever and ever in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you again for joining me. I hope you are blessed and encouraged today. Until next time, may the Lord be with you this week and richly bless you and guide you and give you eyes to see and ears to hear and keep you in every way as you continue to magnify Him, Jesus Christ in all the earth. And remember, Emmanuel, He is with us.